Vintage Broadcasting, an old-time production created and produced by your Master of Ceremonies, Frank Oz. Stay tuned to hear various updates from around the world and here in the United States. We will be considering a variety of topics from history, sports, religion, and American politics. The conversations will be free-flowing and filled with Christian conservative views relating to all topics discussed. If you wish to participate, feel free to comment in the broadcast subject line and voice your opinion. Please keep your language controlled and civil as foul language will not be tolerated in any instance, but instead will be deleted immediately. We will not shy away from difficult topics and do not adhere to the socialist communist agenda in any way. We are Americans from the good old days. When men were men and ladies were respected, God was feared and children obeyed. We still believe in truth, justice, and the American way. Again, if you have a topic that you wish to discuss, let us know and we will do our best to address those issues. Thank you, and we appreciate your participation in this broadcast. Episode 4, The Troubling Aspects of the Presidential Election of 2020. If Americans are as ignorant and blind as the Marxist socialists want us to think, then yes, this election was legitimate in every sense of the word. Never mind that 1.8 million ballots were mailed out in the state of Pennsylvania, and yet 2.5 million ballots were returned, filled out, and many just marked for Joe Biden. Now, only a conspiracy theorist would think something was wrong with this. Never mind that the five states in question all shut down at approximately the same time, and suddenly, when the lights came back on, our president, Donald J. Trump, who was ahead by thousands of votes, suddenly found himself lagging behind again. Only a conspiracy theorist would think something was wrong. This will go down as the greatest fraud in world history. Trump has always topped the list with achievements. He has been the top finisher in every category. And as a nation, we truly have a great affinity towards this man. More people voted for him than any other man in the history of the United States. It was without a doubt a true landslide victory. When attempts were made to address the fraud and illegal activities, the Democrat-led courts refused any evidence to be brought before the court of law. We, the American people, were not allowed our day in court. We're being told lie after lie after lie. When we hear it enough, perhaps, perhaps then we'll believe it. We're being accused of refusing to accept the truth of Trump's loss by the same guys that have lied to us for the past number of years in a consistent manner. Leftist mouthpieces such as George Stephanopoulos, Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, Shepard Smith, Chucky e. Todd, and Rachel Maddow, CNN, NBC, MSNBC, CBS, and ABC all chime in. Surely no American with any true sense of integrity and decency can trust anything these organizations have to say. They truly are the propaganda arm of the Marxist in America. True radicals wanting change. Radicals who despise the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and anything that America stands for. What we're being told is inaccurate. These organizations are doing all they can to suppress any and all information related to this fraudulent election. The facts are available, but we, the people, will have to dig in order to research and find what they are doing their best to cover up. The fact is that there are presently 30 cases pending regarding the fraud. There are 81 court cases to date based on the 2020 election. In 45 cases, President Trump was the plaintiff. 
In 34 cases, President Trump is not the plaintiff. In two cases, President Trump is the defendant. In 72 cases, illegal voting is alleged. In zero of the 72 cases where illegal voting is alleged, has evidence been allowed to be presented. In the 2020 election, thousands of instances of fraud were alleged. Multiple states changed the laws to provide for absentee ballots, and the remedy is alleged to be not legal. The FBI, to date, has done nothing to review the alleged fraud. The DOJ denied any alleged material instances of fraud. The Democrats are accused of the alleged election fraud. State legislatures certified their results with millions of ballots in question. The United States Congress accepted these certified results, which ignored the thousands of instances of election fraud. Vice President Mike Pence accepted the results despite state legislatures asking him to examine the results. And now we know the courts did not allow a single instance of evidence of fraud to be presented to date. The big words being used by the Marxist media, such as the Associated Press, Reuters, Bloomberg, New York Times, and Post, and a host of others seem to have a choreographed production, which was written up and designed by the Democratic National Convention. These claims are, quote, baseless and unproven. That simply is not true. Do not be afraid to speak out regarding the truth. These people are lying with the intentions of deceiving we the people. They desire absolute power and have no base morals to check their consciences. They are without shame and fear no consequences. Why? Because there are none. They control a great deal more than we realize, don't they? The staggering evidence of illegal and fraudulent voting in the 2020 presidential election is all present for our view. It's widespread. It's illegal, and it's all been fraudulent. They were all, all this has been reported in the states of Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. These illegal votes were reported to be so significant that they were well outside the margin of victory for former Vice President Biden in all of these states. Conservative Action Project, CAP, also made a report available to the illegalities of election in five of these states. For example, the CAP report indicates the following regarding Maricopa County in Arizona. Six minutes after the polls closed at 7 p.m. November 3rd, Joe Biden received a net gain of 143,100 votes. This is a cyber impossibility because there were not enough machines in use to process that many votes in that short of amount of time. The Dominion voting machines were connected to the internet, thereby completely violating all security mandates. Illegal and fraudulent votes that were cast in these states violate both the election laws adopted by these state legislatures and the United States Constitution. The Constitution empowers these state legislatures to remedy any illegal and or all fraudulent votes and to recertify their state's electors based solely on legal votes. The U.S. Constitution designates state legislatures with power to act now and solve any election problems prior to January 6 when electoral votes were counted. Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution, the Elector's Clause, grants state legislatures the complete authority and responsibility to appoint the electors from their state. It says, Each state shall appoint, in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct, a number of electors. The American Family Association recently sent an alert urging these state legislatures to take immediate action to remedy election fraud in their state and select a new slate of electors based solely on legal votes. The U.S. Constitution makes it clear that state legislatures do not need their governor to call a legislature into session to elect a fresh slate of electors. However, 
In most of these states, executive persons, such as the governor or attorney general, are being sued for illegally blocking state legislatures from exercising their constitutional authority to convene and select new electors. The Amistad Project of the nonpartisan Thomas More Society has filed a lawsuit in the United States District Court for the District of Columbia demanding that legislatures in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin be allowed to certify electors prior to congressional certification. These things are presently moot as the day and inauguration of Joe Biden as president has passed. What we are pointing out here is that there has definitely been an election fraud and Joe Biden is indeed an illegitimate president forced into place through this fraud. Things we do know are as follows. In Nevada, the Silver State rushed a universal vote-by-mail measure through the legislature in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. The bill, known as AB4, lacked safeguards to assure voter identity was implemented without cleaning voter rolls of deceased voters, those who had relocated, or those who had become ineligible to vote. Attorney Jesse Benal testified before the Senate Homeland Security Committee on December 16th as to what resulted. He had proof of nearly 90,000 fraudulent or improper votes that were cast, including instances where more than 42,000 people voted multiple times. At least 1,500 people listed as dead voted. More than 19,000 non-residents of the state of Nevada voted. In excess of 8,000 people cast mail-in votes from non-existent addresses. Over 15,000 votes were cast from commercial or vacant addresses. Nearly 4,000 non-citizens voted. Considering Biden took Nevada by 33,596 votes, these allegations are indeed serious. In Arizona, the Arizona Republican Party alleges more than 100,000 ballots might have been improperly cast in the Grand Canyon State, including some 28,000 duplicated ballots in Maricopa County alone. Arizona GOP Party Chairwoman Kelly Ward also addressed in one of her video reports the subject of fake news outlets that tend to mischaracterize allegations of voter fraud. We are trying to have integrity in our electoral process, she said. We have every right to make legal challenges. Again, only 10,457 votes separate Biden and President Donald J. Trump on Arizona, a 0.3% difference. In Wisconsin, President Trump's legal team sought to have some 221,000 ballots disqualified that were cast in the state's two most heavily Democrat counties, Dane and Milwaukee. At issue were incomplete absentee ballot envelopes where clerks filled in missing information, as well as those that were issued without a proper request, and still others that were the subject of ballot harvesting. In a narrow 4-3 to three ruling, the Wisconsin Supreme Court rejected the challenge, claiming the campaign was not entitled to the relief it seeks. The campaign filed its petition for a writ of Satori with the U.S. Supreme Court. Only 20,682 votes separate Trump and Biden in the Badger State, 0.61%. One can hardly say that these are baseless claims, and pure reason has many people suspicious. Joe Biden underperformed Obama by 80% of Wisconsin counties, but hugely outperformed in just five counties in order to win the state, Michigan. While the Trump campaign has made an issue of the voting systems and software used throughout the state, allegations of widespread fraud remain unproven. The Trump legal team has presented additional evidence of voter fraud and irregularities before the Michigan State Senate Oversight Committee on December 1st. 
In one instance, a guard the vote volunteer testified he went through 30,000 of the 172,000 Detroit absentee ballots, about 17%. Some 229 were dead voters and 2,660 listed invalid addresses. Finally, Republican poll watchers were denied access for proper ballot monitoring due to alleged COVID-19 concerns. In Pennsylvania, nothing about the Keystone State made any sense. Like Detroit, Philadelphia election officials denied Republican poll watchers adequate access into counting rooms, requiring them to seek a court order. Trump campaign staffers marched into the Pennsylvania Convention Center with a court order giving them the right to stand six feet away from sorters instead of the previously allotted 20 feet, reported CBS3 Philly. Most recently, a group of 17 Republican state lawmakers released a blockbuster statement alleging 202,377 more votes were cast than there were voters who voted. State Rep. Frank Ryan, who has a background as a certified public accountant, led the investigation and released the statement. Those numbers just don't add up, and the alleged certification of Pennsylvania's presidential election results were absolutely premature, unconfirmed, and in error. In Georgia, the biggest bombshell was a video that appears to depict news media and poll watchers being ushered out of the counting room in Atlanta Tabulation Center. After all but a few workers left, suitcases of what appeared to be ballots are removed from underneath a table and are run through machines. Georgia filed to use signature verification and other measures to certify mail-in ballots. Rejection rates, not allowing non-eligible mail-in ballots, plummeted in 2020 from the 2018 election. Other regular irregularities uh, that were noted, in addition to outright claims of fraud, state and local officials in at least four states, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, used the pandemic to make last-minute changes to their state voting laws. The U.S. Constitution provides only each state legislature may set the time, place, and manner of elections. This prompted Texas Attorney Ken Paxton to file a lawsuit against the four states with the United States Supreme Court for allegedly exploiting the COVID-19 pandemic to justify ignoring federal and state election laws and unlawfully enacting last-minute changes, thus skewing the results of the 2020 general election. In a statement, he said, Trust in the integrity of our election processes is sacrosanct that binds our citizenry and the states in this union together. Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin destroyed that trust and compromised the security and integrity of the 2020 election. Despite the fact 18 more states signed on to Texas petition, the Supreme Court dismissed the case, citing lack of standing. Only Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito dissented. Former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, a student of history, compared the long list of anomalies to other elections nearly 200 years in the past. The more data comes out on vote anomalies that clearly are not legitimate, the more it looks like 2020 may be the biggest presidential theft since Adam and Clay robbed Andrew Jackson in 1824. State legislatures should have demanded recounts. It would appear that our Constitution is no longer of any effect, not in Joe Biden's America. We are now being called a democratic society, which is not by design. We are a constitutional republic. Change is underway. And Joe Biden, prior to the election, let us know this. We have put together, I think, the most 
extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. And after his first week in office, Joe Biden has signed over 40 executive orders neutralizing a majority of the work that Donald J. Trump has done and has verified that the majority of the things that he had promised during the election were lies. Change truly is underway. Thank you for listening to Vintage Broadcasting Series Number 1, The Great Reset. We hope this helps you stay informed and up-to-date with the understanding of why our nation is in decline and how this is being accomplished. The ultimate goal is to introduce you to the Lord Jesus Christ and to explain how He has made a way for us to be freed from sin and its consequences and to give to us eternal life. We do appreciate your participation and you are invited to continue with us as we consider these things. Thank you very much.